get information and be a part of it. And I'm so happy for the ways that we've been able to stay connected even when we weren't able to be here, whoever you were. We're so happy to have Jackie back, one of our executive leaders. Jackie, just stand and let them see you because some of them haven't seen you. Come on. <laughs> it's a privilege and a blessing that we don't do life alone. Amen. And I want you to know as your pastor that the leadership that is here, all of the ministry team captains and those who are serving, you have done a phenomenal, say phenomenal, online too, phenomenal job serving the Lord in the midst of very unusual circumstances in the world. Amen? And I believe that is because we truly are completely His. I also know that serving helps you to be more connected. It puts your mindset on what does Jesus need from me. And so that is a very, very powerful place to be in your life because then God's blessing and favor will flow upon you. So, you know, this month our theme is completely his. Our theme for the whole year is complete. If you did not get your puzzle piece, I believe there's some at the back for you to get your puzzle piece. Those online have seen the complete card that we've put online for where we're going and how we're going to focus on things this month. And you know, the verse is Colossians 2.10. It's a short one, so you can memorize it after a whole year for sure. You are complete in him who is over all. Say it with me. Over all. So whatever you have need of, whatever's going on in your life, if you have Jesus, he's over it, right? He's on top of it. He's in charge of it. He's handling it. And so I want you to remember more than anything else that Jesus is what matters. The power of the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. And so as you fall in love with Jesus this month and every month, I want you to be able to say, I am completely his. Now, some of you weren't here or weren't able to be here for the week of prayer. And I want you to know that in that period, we understood that the presence of the Lord just saturated us. And I believe the Lord wants to do some powerful things. You felt it in the worship in that last set, right? You felt the presence of the Lord flowing. That's the Holy Spirit. And so if the Holy Spirit is going to flow and we're going to be completely his, we have to do what our verse for this month says. And it says in Psalm 150 verse 6, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything, it should say everyone, let everyone that has breath Praise the Lord. But everything, you know, the mountains, the Bible says the mountains will praise him. The trees will praise him. The birds will praise him. Whenever you see a rainbow, it's a promise in nature from God himself that he keeps his promises. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise is not just verbal on Sunday morning. I want you to get that in your heart and your life. If you will get this deep inside of you, Everything about your perspective will change. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. When I'm at work, I'm praising the Lord. Thank God I have a job. When I have a difficulty uh, in my car, thank God I have a car. Right? 
when uh, I need to, y'all, I'm so proud. I finally got my QR code. I'm just so happy about that. When I have a, a, you know, proof of healing and well-being and all the things I'm supposed to have, but I can't get a QR code, I say, thank you, God, that you have made me healthy and you've got me all these documents. And then when I finally get them, I say to the lady at the big tent where I went in Ostia, oh, molto gentile, grazie mille. I must have said it like 10 times to her, and she helped me on a number of other things. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. You have breath, and we can't take it for granted. Just to give you a little recap of last month, or last week, (laughs) our lives must be Christ-centered if we are going to be completely his. That means I don't do anything without asking Jesus. Do you? You know, even when I park, (laughs) I say, Lord, should I park here? Or should I drive down this street? No, I should not. I don't do anything because my life is Christ-centered. The second thing we learned is that when you know his name, you know his authority. He's in charge. I'm not. The Holy Spirit is in charge of me, and I'm not the Holy Spirit. You are his, and that means you are surrendered to the authority of Jesus, The world has tried to make us afraid of authority. The world and the enemy of your soul has tried to make you reject authority. Think about it. It's a principle that's happening in this world that's making us so skeptical about everything. Don't put the world's doubts on your relationship with Jesus. Amen? Don't put the world's doubts on your relationship with Jesus. When you know him... When you're completely his, you are surrendered to his authority. And you have peace about that. In fact, I feel so much better that he's in charge and I'm not. (laughs) Right? The third thing is that being Christ-centered means we flourish where we are. I want you to flourish. The Bible talks about flourishing. And the one motto from last week that I want you to remember out of four, the, the most level four motto, which level four being the best, was... What can I do to help the team succeed? If going to a class in between services for a few weeks enables me to serve the Lord more faithfully, Lord, I'll do that. If adjusting my time so I can be online on Wednesday night for prayer so that I can feel what God is doing at ICF around the world. We have people around the world writing music for us. Isn't that incredible? What can I do to help the team succeed? And if you do that in your work, you're going to thrive. If you do that in your workplace, you will be blessed and highly favored and advanced. It's a a principle of spiritual life that is also a blessing for practical purposes. So number one today, I have four points I think I want to give you. The first one is if I am to have good breathing, I must have a healthy body. So we have to keep breathing, right? Job 33.4 says this, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Now remember, Job was saying this in a time of turmoil, right? And a lot of loss and uncertainty. And he is saying that the breath of God, the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Now, you may say, Pastor Jen, this is so simple. We all know we got to breathe. In the middle of COVID, we need to make sure our oxygen levels are good. But I want you to think about it. It's not just personal. 
It's also corporately. We have to breathe together. We have to inhale the Holy Spirit together. We have to exhale God's blessings together, right? So think about a lifetime of breathing. God designed breathing. He made our lungs to work the way they do. So I want you to listen to a little bit of science for some of my smart people. It's okay. I, I, I researched this, okay? Our respiratory, we're all smart people, by the way. Some are just really like way above me in engineering. But our respiratory vital signs not only change during the course of one day. So think about your breathing. Sometimes it's slow, fast, quick, short. But also according to our activities. Also during the course of our lifetime. Before birth, the embryo and the fetus draw oxygen from the mother's blood through the placenta. This is how God made our bodies to breathe. This is how important it is. Hemoglobin changes take place to enable the embryo fetus to take oxygen from blood at lower concentrations than it will find in the air after birth. Don't tell me that's not a real person inside of there. Immediately after birth, the newborn has to switch from drawing oxygen from the blood to inflating its lungs and taking air into them. Babies have a much faster heart rate and respiratory rate than adults. They take about 40 breaths per minute because they have smaller lungs. This is from the Royal College of Nursing in 2017. Heart rate and respiratory rates slow down with advancing age, partly because the lungs become less able to expand and contract. And sometimes it reduces the speed of breathing. The function of the lungs and the importance of breath helps us in this way. One, it allows you to talk and smell your breathing. You can't talk or smell if you can't breathe. It warms the air to match your body temperature and moisturizes it to the humidity level around you that your body needs. I mean, look at that verse. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. It delivers oxygen, when I breathe, to every cell in my body. And it removes waste, gases, including carbon dioxide, from the body when you exhale. So think about this for your personal and us corporately. God gave us our breath here in ICF from its beginning. But as babies come and then they grow and older ones come, our, our breathing changes, right? And we've had to adjust the rhythm of our breathing a lot in, since 2019, 2020, 2021. Ecclesiastes 12, 7 says, even at the end of our time on earth, the spirit of God who first breathed to us, our spirit returns back to him. That breath returns back to God. Our breath from him to speak, to be able to use our senses. When you see someone, you know if they're in need, Right? I know this is not like an amen moment, but I want you to think about what God is saying to you. If you can't see or hear or talk, how will you be able to be used of God? So God is saying, I've given you breath to give you life so that your senses will be activated. That's why you could feel the breath of the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen? amen. 
Amen. So from him, our breath to speak and to take care of all the cells in our body. That's why some people call it cell group ministry. We call it life groups or connect groups, right? As we breathe, the Holy Spirit is enabling us to take care of all the groups of our body. That's what it means to be completely his, that my breath is powerful and I'm completely his from the inside out. So I want you to practice with me. Y'all know I've done this many times. I want you to breathe in. I didn't hear you. Take a big inhale. Now exhale. I know you got your mask on. I hope you brushed your teeth for your own self. <laughs> That's one blessing of having social distancing. I don't have to have it on right now, and I'm far away from you. I want you to feel that, right? That's what it feels like to me as your pastor when we inhale the presence of the Holy Spirit on Sunday morning, and then as the services go along throughout, not just today, but throughout the week, we're exhaling life. Wow. That's what it means that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. The second thing I want you to know is that you must go through your day in rhythm with Jesus, right? Breathing in rhythm with Jesus. As you begin this new year of new steps and new activity, I want us to get in our breathing in rhythm with Jesus. We're going to do some exciting things in February. I love drama. I love illustrated messages. So get ready because the second Sunday of February is going to be some fun in this place. Jesus is fun. Amen? Amen. Amen. Breathing is fun. Amen. I went bowling with the young people yesterday. Yeah. And I had to have my breath and I had to have a good rhythm. But I was in rhythm with people loving Jesus as well. So let the Holy Spirit be the one that infuses you, okay? Ezekiel 37, 6 says this. I will put sinews on you. This is the Lord talking. Make flesh grow back on you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you that you may come alive and that you will know that I am the Lord. I want you to be alive. I'm tired of the COVID morning right? The sadness of COVID, the heaviness of COVID. You know what? The world is filled with sickness at different times. It's not just COVID. It's other things, right? We get sick. We get well. God heals us. Amen. God heals. Come on. God heals. We've seen it. How many people have felt God's healing in your life? Raise your hand. Look at that. Almost a hundred percent. We have felt, we know God heals. So I want you to think about something. When I'm going to get back in the rhythm with Jesus, I'm not in the rhythm of the COVID crisis anymore, right? I'm in the rhythm of Jesus. This is it. We got two services. We got online. We got on campus. We got social distancing. We got options for you no matter what you feel comfortable with. Amen? But I want you to get in rhythm with Jesus. Stop letting the world tell you how you're going to live your day. Jesus is saying, I'm giving you this breath so that you will come alive. Amen? It's more fun to be alive than just dead and dormant in your spiritual walk. Right? And you know, if you get dead and dormant and complacent, lukewarm, the Bible says, Jesus said, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. He wants you to come alive. So the third thing is, if I'm in rhythm with Jesus, that I also have to be in rhythm with the right people. This is very important to feeling completely his. And, you know, we're studying Colossians, and so I encourage you to read Colossians this month. 
It's only four chapters. Read it over and over again. Pick out parts of each verse and each section that you will see what Paul was saying to the Colossians to be complete in him. Stop worrying about what the world religious rulers are saying. That's what he was telling them in Colossians. I want you to get in rhythm with the right people, Paul was saying. He was also longing about his visit in Rome in Romans chapter 1, verse 7. And listen to this. He said, To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to have grace, not just for the forgiveness of sins in your life, but I want you to have grace that flows, right, from you to somebody else. Mercy and love and compassion and understanding. That's who we are at ICF Rome, at ICF Online. Romans 1.8 says this, Paul talking, but the Holy Spirit inspiring. I don't know if we have verse 8 first or not. Romans 1.8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. Your faith right now, online, is being reported all over the world. Wow. This young man is in university, and he's doing rocket space stuff, but Naresh, you've been talking to people on different continents, right? Yeah. And so there's something about the witness in your life that your, your faith is being recorded all over the world. Nana, you graduated last year, and, but are you from Italy? No, you're not from Rome. But God is using you from one place to another, right? So many of us have been all over the world. That's the faith, the breath of God saying, I want to be in the rhythm with the right people. In verse 9, he says, God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of my son and my witness, how constantly I remember you. Verse 10, in my prayers at all times, I pray that now at last by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. Paul was saying it to him. I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. Verse 12 says, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. To be completely his means I am mutually encouraging someone else's faith. Your presence, your worship, your service, it encourages me as a pastor. I want you to watch this video for a minute just so you can get a visual of what it looks like to put someone else first. Johnny has to win and to be sure of taking the title and right now he seems to have lost control of his legs and this is worrying oh and he's starting to slow and there is a little way to go there's half a k to go and johnny is running out of time and he's losing he's losing his sense of direction this is worrying oh goodness me this is a horrible sight Jonathan Brownlee has lost it now and has staggered to a stop at the side of the course. And Alistair's stopped to help him along. And Alistair is going to try and carry his brother home. Dramatic scenes in Cozumel as the Olympic champion carries his younger brother towards the podium. Oh my God, I cannot believe what we are seeing here. 
Matt, is this allowed? Is he allowed to help his brother? You know, is that part of the rules? I'm not too sure. We've never seen anything like this before. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable scenes in Cozumel. The Brownlee brothers arm in arm. But it's not by way of celebration. Henry Schumann's celebrating. He's going to win this race in Cozumel out of nowhere. But we have to be concerned about the health of Jonathan Brownlee. And they're not even on the final stretch yet. Schumann wins in Cozumel. The brothers are coming home arm in arm to finish in second and third. But Johnny can hardly stand. And Alistair is having to drag him across the line and pushing him home, pushing him home for second. Johnny finishes in second. Goodness me, what an incredible conclusion here in Cozumel. Awesome. You see, he pushed his brother to get the second place. Not, okay, I got you this far, but I'm getting second and you can have third or I'll see you later. I'm going to go ahead and go on. He, what? stopped he grabbed him this is what it means that we are mutually encouraged by each other's faith you don't stop when i'm completely his i'm in the rhythm of god with the right people that was the right people on his team those were olympians high level i want you to know today you are high level christians amen you are a high-level child of God. There's no lowercase. There's no higher case. There's no male or female Jew or Greek. Amen? Amen? So I want you to be in that rhythm and say to the Lord, are the people around me, are they going to run with me in faith, not just in the practical? Okay? Hear me. There are people that we fellowship with. There are people that we minister to. But there are people that we get in rhythm with that must be like-minded. They have the same goal. They want you to cross not that finish line, the finish line of heaven. Are the people that are close to you caring if you cross the finish line to heaven? If they're not, ask Jesus, how do I navigate this? How do I love but not be of the world, right? How do I witness and yet have the right people in my life that are speaking the right attachments that connect us to be completely his? And finally, who is this person that we are complete in? Y'all should be able to answer that. It's Jesus. Who is this person that we are complete in? Number four, who is it that you are complete in? Who is him? In him who is over all. He is the Lord of hosts. I want you to remember his nature. We know his names, but I want you to know his nature. He's the Lord of hosts, of heavenly armies. Nothing is above him. Amen? He is the divine Lord, sovereign over all. He is Jehovah. Just put everything behind Jehovah. That's who he is. Amen? He is the name of the independent, self-complete being. He said, I am who I am, and that only belongs to Jehovah, our God. Our proper response to him, we experienced it in the week of prayer. Some of you experienced it in different ways this morning, is to fall down in fear and awe of his awesome authority and purpose over my life. Don't be afraid 
to be open and honest in your love for Jesus. Being completely his is the most amazing thing you will ever give, best, best gift you'll ever give yourself. Amen? He's infinite. You know what that means? Infinite? He never runs out. He doesn't run out of resources. He doesn't run out of healing power. He doesn't run out of comfort when I need comfort. He doesn't run out of wisdom when I'm in a new situation of unknowns. He still has more wisdom that I have not discovered. Remember his nature. He's a comforter, the Bible says. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. And what does comfort mean? It means I feel safe and I feel secure and I feel okay, right? So it doesn't mean you lock yourself away at home with your blanket and you say, I'm safe, I don't have to wear my mask, that's all I'm doing. Listen to me. I can walk. You might have to follow me a little bit on the camera. I can walk with Jesus down the street in my mask, in my shield, I can make eye contact with people and I can have comfort that no weapon formed will, will prosper. That this sickness will not come nigh me. That this hedge of health is around me. Yes, I will use the protocols. Yes, I will do what God says. And if I get sick, I will go to the doctor and let them take care of me. Because even Jesus had a doctor on his team. Right? Luke was the physician. You can go to Luke's house right there on the Via del Corso. I don't know if it's open by reservation or whatever, but I've been in there many times. You must know the comforter of who Jesus is. If you know that, you won't have any problem making him completely yours and being completely his. He is called the comforter and the apostle Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4, he's the God of all comfort. I don't need a person. I need the power and presence of the Prince of Peace. The Bible says he is Elohim. It means strength or power. He is over all because we don't do life alone. We are completely his. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back. I'm going to ask you a question this morning. Because life is too short... And it is unpredictable. And you got to know that you know that you know that you belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am completely his. And when any temptation comes my way, when any temptation comes your way, the temptation to sin, and what is sin? Anything that separates or, or causes you to disobey God's word. Sin is anything that separates you from God or causes you to disobey the principles in God's word. But the Bible says there's no temptation that he won't make a way out. There's no, it's common. Jesus himself was tempted. But when I'm tempted, I can look back at the enemy and say, back off. <laughs> back off, buster. Basta. Basta. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I've had to say that a few times. I've had to say, no, you will not tempt me to be discouraged. No, you will not tempt me to doubt. No, you will not tempt me to say, what in the world? I will say my heart and my life belong to Jesus. Amen? And I want you to say that because I want you to succeed. I don't want you just to get to heaven. I want you to go, as Salome had a beautiful vision that week, of running into heaven. Not barely dragging in. 
but running in saying, I did it. We did it, Jackie. We did it. And there's going to be a whole bunch of people saying, Pastor June, I saw you. I heard you. And then somebody else is going to be behind you saying, Jackie, I saw you. I heard you. Elizabeth, thank you for praying with me in 2020. I'm here because you didn't stop praying. Right? Completely his. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for giving me a word for my life for this new beginning of 2022? I'm so glad you joined us today. And I want to pray with you. You know, maybe last year your heart got lukewarm, your heart got discouraged, or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. This is the day where you can start the whole new year with Jesus in charge. He wants to make you complete so I want to invite you to pray with me right now that Jesus will be completely yours in every area of your life. Will you do that with me? Let's pray together. I'll pray and you pray with me because we're going to declare over your life that Jesus is completely yours. So Father, I thank you for touching my life. You say it. Father, thank you for touching my life. I invite you right now to come into every part of my heart and my mind. Come into every part of my heart and my mind. Jesus, I want to be completely yours. Jesus, I want to receive the complete love that you have for me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I give all of my life to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for saving my life, for renewing my vision, for what lies ahead in my life. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life with your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And if you did, I want you to send me an email. I pray for you. I am thankful for you. I love receiving those emails. And we're going to help you. We've got things we can send you, resources, so that you walk in victory. You know, we can't walk alone. And God wants you to walk in complete victory, no matter the circumstance. I also know that maybe you have some big decisions facing you for 2022. Maybe you'd say, Pastor Jen... I need that other kind of prayer where the Holy Spirit just comes upon me and just renews my, my conviction that God is in charge of my life. So whatever you're facing today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the miracle working power and love and grace of God would just completely fill that room where you're watching from today. So Lord, I thank you that you have given us this word that we are complete in you and that you have a complete and beautiful plan for our lives. No matter what feels like it's missing, God, if you're not missing, we're complete. So Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for job decisions. I pray that open doors would swing wide and it would be evident that it is your, your blessing, your plan. Lord, I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the weariness of the past would be gone and defeated in Jesus' name and that there would rise up within the one listening to this prayer right now a new hope, a new joy, a new love for life that says, Lord, I'm still here. I have a plan and a purpose for God to do my life with. And so, Lord, I thank you that you're going to be with the ones who are with you right now. They're going to be encouraged. They're going to be... Um, 
motivated to share a testimony. And as you share, let the hope and the life and the victory of Jesus come forth. Your miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. Your miracle is in motion right now in Jesus' name. The prayers that you have prayed for maybe a year, two years, I believe you're going to see the promises of God unfolded and revealed in Jesus' name. We are excited for what God wants to do. I love you. I bless you. I can't wait to see you in our online on Wednesday night. A lot of things are going to be um, multiplying at ICF Rome. We're not going to shrink back, but we're going to expand on campus and online, and we want you to stay apart and be apart and invite someone else. It could change their life forever. So I'm blessing you for 2022. Are you ready? Let's go do this.